Welcome, everybody, to Shaggy's House of Horrors, episode 25. 25. We got it, Nick. Yeah, we made it a quarter of the way to 100. Yeah, it's kind of a special number, I think, with yeah. with podcasting. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine when we get to 100? we got to start pumping these out more. We'll get there. <laughs> Today's a good one, Nick. Today's a good one. I mean, it was a good day. Yeah, for dolphin sure. Win. It was a good to- day for us today. Yeah, dolphin win. Yeah. For those who like sports out there, the, the Finns beat the Bills. So whenever they say squish the fish, uh, you know, yeah, it's a mammal. Yeah. So they get that wrong. Yeah, they uh, they don't realize that. <laughs> 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 They're not fish. They breathe air. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, squish <laughs> the fish. Yeah. Oh, so. wow. We got a show today. There's that. We do. We have a show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come to daddy. Yeah. We're not going to put a pin in it anymore. No. We took the no. pin out. Took it straight out. We're, yeah. ra- we're raising hell today. Yeah. We're raising hell. Yeah. yeah that, that new Hellraiser movie is coming out on Hulu uh, yeah. October 7th. So Nick and I thought that we'd, uh, well, that I would get a jump on introducing Nick to the Hellraiser universe. And yeah. As anybody else would. Um, obviously, the first one's the best one. So we started there. And that's what we're doing today. With one of my, one of my, you know, you know, I don't keep lists, but no, de- I've de- always known it was one of your favorite. Definitely one of my favorites. Movies, yeah. yeah, yeah, one of the better ones that come out of the later '80s. I mean, '80s was my favorite decade for horror, but this one was different, and the special effects were great. Yeah, it definitely was. And, it uh, definitely didn't. I mean, I know we watched a Blu-ray that was really cleaned up, but it definitely didn't look like it was made in '87. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For uh, for cleaning that up. Cleaned it up real nice, Nick. Yeah, real clean. There's no there's no blood on the uh, on the wood floors. No, it suck, It gets sucked right in. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> like a sponge. It, yeah, it definitely yeah, does. And some spongy wood. Oh, what a great flick. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing in the eighties. It, it was it, at that time. It was you know Michael, Freddie jason and and pinhead just brought something different to that whole yeah the whole time you know the whole time period for horror there because you know he wasn't like jason where he didn't talk he wasn't like freddy he's not cracking jokes you know right. I mean, he's just straight up pinhead like, yeah <laughs> angel to some demon to others however, yeah. however and i always thought it. he was like on his own just like fucking killing people but that's not the case no that's not the case at all no actually i i think in just about every hellraiser movie he only has about 10 minutes of screen time yeah so it's crazy when they talk about uh you know horror icons so to speak uh he's thrown in the mix rightfully yeah. so but the box you know, has more not, screen time than him he's, uh, yeah i was gonna say he's not like he's he he's a prominent figure in horror but he's not uh, around a lot yeah <laughs> you know it's which is cool crazy. It's pretty crazy, and I, I'm not a reader, but they, they say in the books that Butterball is actually the leader of the Cenobites and does all the talking and pinheads in the background, yeah. so it's crazy that they kind of flip that around. Yeah. But, you know, for cinema reasons, and right. I feel like he's more of a front and center Yeah, Butterball, you know? he looks like a retard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't use that word anymore, no. Nick. I mean, try yeah, not d- to. Okay, he looks like his IQ is super low. Very. I mean, he's a demon, so 
Right. He just flicks his lips and stands there. Yeah, with his glasses. <laughs> his sunglasses. I don't know what I don't know what that sunbite reminds me of. His sun goggles. I don't know. I know what you're it's, thinking, but I can't remember I, what it is. Every time I see him, I think of somebody, and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Or is it is it one of the dinosaurs? Yeah. From no. that show, back in the day, where the dinosaurs what, the, talked. The short. And they were the like show, a family. The show dinosaurs. Yes, that one. I don't think uh, I don't think that's where wasn't it's there from. a dinosaur that had like a round head like that and wore sunglass goggles uh, like that. I could have sworn there was. I don't think so. I don't think so. We're gonna have to get back to I you th- on that one. I, th- I think you're wrong <laughs> about that whole thing. We have to get back to you on that one. I don't think that's true. Yeah. At all. I I, I don't know. I, I might bet a couple of dollars on it. I can't put my finger on what he reminds me of. No. But that's obviously just like any franchise. The sequels get worse and worse. And uh, do they? It it doesn't stop with these. But I, I think the, the coolest thing about all of these is the uh, the Cenobites. I, I think they just add like a mystery and an interesting feel to uh, to the storylines of all these movies, and they're just neat to look at. Yeah, <laughs> like they're all different. They're crazy shapes looking. And sizes yeah. And, yeah. So, uh, so uh, without further ado, dive into Hellraiser, 1987 horror film written and directed by Clive Barker, who also yeah. wrote the novel A Hellbound Heart. Yeah. And uh, that's what this is based off of. He he made a few changes, but I mean, yeah. for Hollywood, what are you going to do? That's kind of what you got to do. Right. You always have to change it up a little bit. Yeah. To get uh, books to be cinematic. Right. And then you have studios, you know, coming in and be like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Don't do this. Do yeah. that. So it's never going to be straight like, right. source material. I feel like if Clyde Barker had his way just the way he is, that this movie probably would have been beyond an R. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's toned down even for him. Most likely, yeah. Books are usually pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, uh, for for the makeup effects being great in this movie and the CGI just being okay, the the skin ripping in the beginning is like... Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) bad. It looks like you're uh, just putting a fish hook through some (laughs) real thin rubber. (laughs) This is the ribbon in there. Or like a balloon. I mean... Yeah. Got to, uh, you know. It was good though. You got to make do with what you, you knew what they were getting at. Got to make do with what you have. Yeah, that's all they had back then. Right. It was rubber. I thought a lot of the prosthetics were really well done. They was, yeah. Like Frank was really well done. Yeah, that's the what I, that's what I meant at the beginning when I said it doesn't look like it was made back then because all the prosthetics look really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Like they spent Fra- a lot when Frank's of time transforming on, that on under the floorboards is like one of my favorite scenes in horror ever. Yeah. And it kind of gave me like a thing feel kind of. Mm-hmm. Just was there just any the look CGI of it. in this? Yeah, I'm sure there was. There was a few, like obviously the lightning with the box and yeah, uh, the Cenobites disappearing and stuff right. like that. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm pretty sure it's all practical. That's what I thought. Which I love. We we I know. know we know. Yeah, <laughs> they know too. I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the the film opens in Morocco with uh, Frank Cotton. Yeah. And uh, he buys a puzzle box, uh, and it's said to open a door uh, to a realm of otherworldly pleasure. <laughs> so at home, he's in a bare attic, and he solves the puzzle, and hooked chains emerge, tearing him apart. 
and a black robe figure resets the puzzle and the room is restored back to normal. Yeah. And he's gone. And everybody disappears. Yeah. He's just gone and yeah. And then the next scene they show a man and a woman walk into a house uh, and it's Frank who just got his skin ripped off. It's his brother uh, moving into the house that he was kind of squatting in. Wasn't it his like uh, family house or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and Frank still lived there, but he's like, yeah, a squatter. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like Frank he just coming go. Squatting, he was squatting there because uh, Larry was saying that he was probably on the run from the cops or something. Yeah, he didn't seem like he's a very good guy to begin with. No, and, and buying that box from a shady, <laughs> shady Asian man, right? And giving him a chunk of change for it, yeah. and then solving it like an idiot, right? But I think he was trying to. And like I, he knew what he was getting into. And I feel like there's like a moral line with what Pinhead does because I feel like he only takes sinners and people that are doing wrong and brings them to hell. So does that really make him a bad person or does that make him an angel? You know what I mean? Like, like just like he says in this movie, yeah. he's, he's like angel to some, demon to others because he kind of like, you know, toes that line. Right. Which I think makes it that much more interesting because he's going after bad people. Like yeah. if you go into hell, you're obviously bad. So it's not like he's like pulling some good person down to hell. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, don't, I like. I it. mean, depending I like on part of it. depending on what you're basing the uh, rules to getting into hell on. Right. I just feel like well, you'd have to watch some of the other movies, but it's always like somebody like cheating or doing right. something bad yeah. or robbing somebody or whatever. Yeah. So. Not and, but, eating I mean, shellfish. He, but uh, Pinhead also sees... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Pinhead also sees pleasure in the whole thing, too. You know, it's that it's that mixture between, like, pleasure and pain. Yeah. And very, very sexual undertones in this movie. And uh, basically showing you what hell is probably like. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. If we're banging in hell, it doesn't sound like that bad of a place. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, but if it's, it's fish like, hooks, then you know it's, it's a little it's like be, it's a little like yeah. you know. If it's fish hooks, then I don't want it. How far does BDSM go though? It Obviously, stops at fish hooks. <laughs> <laughs> it stops before fish hooks. Yeah. I mean, those aren't fish hooks. Those are giant fucking chains. Yeah. Like the big, big fish, fish hooks. hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you need for those catfish in the pond in your backyard, Nick. Yeah. Those fucking beasts. Uh, so before we go any more <laughs> off the rails, uh, right. so Larry goes to move into the house yeah, with Larry. his uh, second wife, Julia. Yeah. And Larry is unaware that Julia is having a sexual affair with his brother, Frank. Or did at Before one point. her wedding with Larry. Yeah. yeah. So at, at one point. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's been happening recently, no. well, but it happened. Frank's dead. But yeah. yeah, she doesn't know that. But she knows and kind of hid it from him type of deal. Right. And uh, she finds a picture of Frank. And yeah, yeah. They go upstairs, yeah. and there's like this bed just on the floor, like a man-made bed. Mm-hmm. And she finds pictures of Frank getting all it on with all these chicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them. There's quite a few. All of them. Yeah, he's big old stack right. of photos. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, and she takes them uh, because she starts having flashback memories of of yeah. him and her together. Yeah. So she's a whore. So yeah. she should be going to hell too. What the so fuck? So is Frank. Well, I mean that's yeah. your brother's wife, dude. I know, right? What the fuck? That's <laughs> fucked up. That's Frank's Clive, a piece of shit. That's Clive Barker for yeah. you. Yeah, he no. deserved to get pinned. Frank is a piece of shit, and that's why he was in yeah. hell. 
Right, right. Exactly. Uh, and so so she's obsessed. Like like she basically goes into an attic area and uh and is like looking around. There's like rats in there and yeah. shit. It's just not a very good place to be. Yeah. And she's upstairs fantasizing about her and Frank's love affair. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and Larry's, Larry's downstairs. Shit. Yeah, he's downstairs moving furniture. So he he's doing all the work and she's banging Frank. In her head, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And it was it was just an it was a kind of a neat uh scene there too when like they're banging and like as they're banging he's banging the couch yeah the pumping it up the stairs yeah, yeah. and then his, his hand gets cut on a nail and like that yeah that was brutal that was a nasty fucking cut like that nail went hey, you need to you would definitely like, notice your hand getting ripped through by you, a nail before it gets all the way down he's gonna need a motherfucking tetanus shot and a, a few and a ride to the yeah. hospital well, they do and, give him a ride uh, to the hospital. And but, so he goes uh, so, so he goes upstairs and, and meets Julia and was like, I hate blood. I'm going to faint. She's like, you're not going to faint. Let me look. He's like, I haven't looked at it. I, I can't. And it's like, what do you mean you didn't look at it? That gash was like eight inches deep. Yeah. Like, I could fit two dicks in there. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking deep. Two dicks in and, there. And like, blood drips on the floor, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite scenes when when Frank gets resurrected because it's like a beating heart and then yeah like it starts the- as like a beating heart under the floor forming and then like all the other like skin and shit that's and like underneath the floor starts getting like built back I love it when the spine goes into the brain I don't know it was just yeah, cool the spine, it, like it's the spine and the arms and all that's moving and it just yeah, shoves it into the it's, brain it's almost like they like hit play and then like reversed it and like made like this weird animation with it yeah. I don't know it's just a really cool scene when it comes to uh you know, um, effects for that time. Yeah. I, think, I think it was really well done. And then he lets out this scream. It's just like, I don't know, it's really cool. And and that's the thing, too, uh, with that scene and with this whole movie is, like, it's pretty cool that this is Clyde Barker's first movie because I feel like he did great with, like, the atmosphere of the set and the way, like, the lighting was. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, even when it was dark, it, there was certain lighting that made it great and made it super creepy and... You know what I mean? Like, even the light behind Frank when he gets resurrected and lets out that scream, it just, yeah. like, gives you this feel. You know what I mean? Like, at, at times, the movie and the dialogue can be cheesy if you're taking it a certain way, but, like, overall, like, imagine watching this movie when you're, like, 10 years old. Yeah. Like, it's going to scare the fucking shit out of you. You know what I mean? They just do I'm a really good job I with the atmosphere. I know, right? I'm surprised you didn't show this to me when I was I 10. I don't think I saw it that young. No. uh uh-uh. I can't remember exactly when i saw it but you can tell that yeah well i just saw it today by the time i did i like by the time i did it was one of my favorites like still to this day like i watched it yesterday just to prepare yeah i watched it yesterday just to prepare and like i i can just it's one of those i can just pop in and enjoy every time so i didn't mind you know not that i needed to catch up because i've seen it so much but yeah um definitely one of my go-tos as you know i still have a lot of movies i have to watch but mm-hmm. it's like my go-to if I'm bored because it's not really something I have to pay attention to, but I enjoy it enough to like have it on. Yeah, that's what I like to throw on, especially if I'm like going to bed too. Yeah, it'll, if I'm and going I to bed, sleep. it's like yeah. Friday Thirteenth block set because I've seen them all a hundred times. <laughs> it's like even if I pass out a half hour in, it's no big deal. Right. But um, before we go off the rails again, uh, so he cuts uh, himself. There are no rails, Mike. I know. Yeah, there's no rules here. No. We don't even edit our shit half the time. Why would we? I know. 
we do everything only, so perfectly. Only if we had, I, mean, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. But you know, it's like it, unless we have unless we had like really long pauses or super fucked up, I really don't see a reason to. Yeah. Like now. I mean, it'd be great to maybe edit out you saying the R word earlier, but Well, it's whatever. okay. We, we keep slip it, sometimes. We keep it raw. We do. <laughs> we slip I said sometimes. sorry right after yeah. I said it. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so I knew what I did. So Frank, <laughs> So Frank's resurrected. Uh, and um where am I? Where am I at here? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. back. That's so where we were. Yeah. yeah. So Julia later finds Frank, so obsessed with him. And he yeah. was like, help me. Like, I need blood to restore my body so we can run away together like we used to. Come to death. And she was like, fine. She's like, I'm going to fucking help you because she just wants to get nailed again. Yeah. And so she agrees and she starts picking up men. Well, first, doesn't bars. she like, she doesn't believe him. And doesn't he say, doesn't he say the line? Come to daddy? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it is you. <laughs> Come to daddy. That's the line. Gosh, uh, if I use that line on the first day, the day would be over. Yeah. Come to daddy. Come to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great line. It's used quite a few times, but uh, it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah, it is. And so she agrees, and she picks up dudes from bars, and then she brings them up to the attic and like hits them with hammers and shit, and then he sucks them dry. Yes. Like not, like an like not, an empty fucking straw yeah. sound. Just the <laughs> blood from them, not the yeah. other. Yeah. Straight out. Yeah. They're just done. And they're yeah, just shriveled just, up. Because it regenerates. And she's hiding them in the fucking room where they have all the stuff they haven't unpacked yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, you know, it regenerates his body and can feel like his nerve endings all coming yeah, back. Yeah, the second, after the first body, he's like, I'm starting to hurt. Because he can start to feel again. And he basically uh, explains to Julia that uh, the Cenobites came to him when he solved the puzzle and took him to hell and he escaped yeah so he's and like he's oh telling he's like they can't hurry up. yeah he's like hurry up and, and and heal me so they can't find me and take me back to yeah to hell or whatever labyrinth dimension it is they right. don't really explain but i figure that's yeah. basically what it is <laughs> and then so uh kirsty yeah sees julia bringing uh a man to the house and follows her to the attic where she finds Frank. Yeah. And she evades Frank and uh, escapes with the puzzle box. Yeah. She throw, well, she grabs it and he's like, don't touch that. Like, yeah. I need it. And she's like, you want it? Fucking have it. She throws it out the window, runs down the stairs, picks it up. And runs, runs away. away. Yeah. And she's it like... It starts fucking with her. Yeah. She, bro- she starts running down the sidewalk and she still sees Frank's face. He's like, oh, yeah. go for her. Yeah. You remember me. <laughs> Come to dead. <laughs> and she passes out, so it's everything's fucking with her. Yeah. And then she wakes up in like a mental hospital. Yep. And the, door and the doctor like and brings Well the doctor like and... brings her she wants to talk to her dad and her doctor's like, You need to rest. And she he's like, And we found this and he has the puzzle yeah. box. And, and he's, he's like, like you and need the to cops talk to us before we can give you a phone and Yeah, and he's like and the cops, you know, the cops are gonna want to talk to you and whatnot. She's like yeah. he's like, but until then he's like just you know, think about it, and while you think about it, here's your fucking box. And, yeah. Uh, and she opens it, and Chatter and Butterball and the female Cenobite and Pinhead, yeah. they all come, and Chatterer. they're like, He's they're like, like hey, you... And his teeth yeah. 
Yep. And Pinhead's basically like, yo, you opened it. Like, you're coming with us, yeah, bitch. Yeah, like, this we is need how someone the, to come back with us. This is how, how it works. Work. Yeah. yeah, you opened it. And she's like, it was a mistake. And she was like, do you know Frank? And he's like, oh, yeah, I know Frank. And she's yeah. like, yeah, well, he escaped you guys. And Pinhead's yeah. like, that's impossible. Nobody fucking escapes us. And she's like, no, he really did. And he, she's like, we can, I can lead you to them, yeah. to him. So, uh, so she... Makes a deal with Pinhead and his goonies that she's going to lead them back to Frank. Yeah. And she gets back and she goes to the... Uh, well, she gets back... Well, before that, wait. Well, before that, when she, before that, when she first opens the box, the uh, engineer comes after. Oh, yeah, that too. Who's that weird-looking yeah. half-human worm right. monster or whatever. Yeah, with like a spike on his back like yeah. a fucking they, scorpion and shit they say in the in the subject matter of the universe that the engineer could have been the first person to ever open the box and then they create like the torture chambers for the set yeah. to use and shit like that which is fucking weird yeah it's fucking wild so she escapes the engineer before Pinhead and them show up. I guess we forgot to backtrack a little bit. Because yeah. that's pretty cool effects, too. As mm-hmm. cheesy as it kind of is. I actually saw a um, fact. There was a goof, I guess, where if you look, and I tried looking during the scene. I couldn't see it. Maybe maybe Arrow edited it out. But there's a scene when the engineer's chasing her down the hallway or down the tunnel way, whatever the fuck that room was, yeah. that you can see two guys on the dolly pushing the engineer, <laughs> which I didn't see. That's I mean, great. It, it might be you know, a little I'm hard sure to Arrow edited it out. Unless I didn't catch it right away. they look at shit real close when they edit it. Oh, yeah, dude, they clean that shit up like crazy. Yeah, like scene by scene. They're probably like, oh, they just get rid of that. Yeah. So now she goes home, right? Yes, she does. Yeah. And she uh, and Julia answers the door, and she wants to talk to her dad. See, yeah, and uh, so she finally gets in, and there's her dad, but he's all fucking. He's got blood run down his face and shit, and he's all fucked up on the sides of his face. And then she's yeah, like, she's like, your brother is in the attic, and yeah, and he's trying to kill you, and. Her dad's like, no, yeah. Frank's dead. We killed Frank. And Well, and first, like, actually, before this, we forgot to say, Julia and uh, Larry were like, uh, she was trying to keep him away from the attic. And he wants to go check it out. Yeah. yeah. Because he so hears a noise she, like, there. gets him into the bedroom, and while he's, like, kissing her, Frank fucking pops out of the closet <laughs> and is about to stab him, and she stops him from stabbing him. And he skins that rat. Yeah. Yeah, we forgot <laughs> about that. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Kirsty shows yeah, up. Yeah, then that's yeah. when she shows up after that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so then he's like, the, the dad's like, well, Julia, show, show her Frank's body. And so yeah. she takes Kirsty to, uh, to see the body. Yeah, and there's a skinned body laying on the floor. <laughs> But at this point, I think we know who that is. Yeah, so then the Cenobites reappear, and they're like, take yeah. take us to the guy that did this. And she's like, no, you can't. That's my father, because she doesn't know. Yeah. She still doesn't know. Right. And uh, so she runs downstairs to get her dad, and Julia tries stopping her. Yeah. And then that's when her dad's like, come to daddy. Yeah, and that's when she re- That's and... when she realizes that's not her dad. Yeah, it's Her Frank. dad's dad. Yeah, he skinned her dad and put his skin on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking great. Crazy, leather face, motherfucker. And I love how they like they kind of like 
allude to the fact that he's Frank when yeah. when uh when the dad turns to the camera and fixes his eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does the come to daddy line. So. Yeah, that's great. With his, and that's with when his she, switchblade. Yeah, that's when she realizes that it's not her daddy at all. Nope. So she it's runs back Frank. up the stairs and she's hiding out and he uh He's like looking for her and shit, and like she backs up in this corner, and this this body pops up behind her, and like Mia yeah. gets followed. One mouth. of the bodies that they were yep. hiding in there. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, the Cenobites. So fear. he, the, yeah, the Cenob. Well, no, she goes into the room where Frank is, and then while she's in that room with Frank, the uh, it starts to light up in there like it did when frank opened the box oh well and, and we forgo- show up and we forgot when frank before frank chased kirstie upstairs he stabbed and killed julia yeah because he too. went to go stab uh kirstie and yeah she moved yeah and and she did so julia's di- julia's Julia dead. in the chest and then he sucked her life out yeah so fast forwarding back yeah. We, they're upstairs and the Frank sen- gives no fucks the Cenobites reappear because they hear Frank basically confess that he killed that her, he's her Frank. dad yeah and not Larry and then yeah yep so they enslave him and they hook chains to yeah. his face and rip and him Pinhead's in half. like he says to Kirsty, he's like you should not this is not for you to see <laughs> this is not for your eyes yeah it's not for your eyes he has some great one-liners man. yeah hardly I mean, any screen just, time but he has the best lines in the movie it's just the presence dude <laughs> a, a, a tall uk guy with a booming voice you know right. what i mean it's just like he doesn't yeah. need to say He's much great. and the fact that like in the book he says like nothing yeah it's uh pinhead yeah pinhead's the shit dude he gives zero fucks i'm dirty damn none <laughs> and like julia's dead body is on the bed holding the box and uh kirsty grabs it and like slowly starts reversing the box and uh banishing all the cenobites back to hell yeah and while she's doing this the house is collapsing and the boyfriend shows yeah. up and then pulls her out and uh so they go to um like a, a homeless fire air like a place where shit's burning yeah and a homeless yeah. guy shows up and walks into a fire retrieves the box yeah she and throws the box in the fire he like turns into a, a winged skeleton creature and yeah. flies away and the homeless guy is the same guy that he pops up throughout the movie just like in stalking like, her yeah like when in she random works spots yeah eating crickets and, and shit <laughs> and he transforms into some wing like skeleton creature and grabs the box yeah and uh then and at then, the end of the movie they show the merchant who sold the box to frank uh yeah. offer it to somebody else yeah. and that's the kind agent man yeah. who sends people to hell who's that's your great. Pl- what's your pleasure sir i know that's yeah. what i'm wondering they never explain that but like is he secretly working for them or does he, he might just be, know yeah. what the box does like I they don't really it. say they don't really they never he never comes up in any other movies uh no 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 that no. sucks they should have kept him as like a big character the second one and is, used him in one of the sequels well the second one's basically julia kind of as the frank role yeah. in a way which, it'd be cool if, you, cool if he like came in and he's like a centibite right that can transform into an asian man well yeah how are you selling this box like obviously you know what it does but how would you know unless you experienced it and he couldn't have experienced it because he'd be dead yeah so that's just kind unless of, he's working kind of for odd them. to me unless he's working for them 
Or he just knows the pleasure of the box, so he just keeps selling it. Like I said, it. maybe there's, well, yeah, there's a keeper of the box. Maybe the homeless right. man and the merchant are the same people. They're True. both the dragon. <laughs> and he just flies it back. Yeah, he flies like, it back, turns into an Asian else. man, and sells it to someone else. And then when he follows them and turns into the homeless man. And then he turns into a dragon, takes the box back again, and then turns into an Asian man again. <laughs> and the cycle repeats. <laughs> Look at you, Nick. Adding a new element to the Hellraiser yeah. universe. Head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's yeah. that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a great good movie. One. I'm going to watch all of them now, even Pleasure, the garbage pain. ones. Oh, man. And Mike's going to get mad when I tell him one of my favorite ones is like It's probably six, like, yeah, probably like Hellworld or, or some shit. Yeah, the internet, internet ones. Bullshit. That was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, like when Jason X became my favorite Jason yeah. movie. <laughs> I know. Watch the worst Hellraiser movie become your favorite because that's just you. <laughs> the worse, the better. Yeah. That's what you need your own if podcast. If it's got fucking crazy science fiction shit in it, I'm in. You just need your own podcast. The worst, the better. Yeah. With Nick. Nick's just shitty horrible, movies. Just horrible movies yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'll just read You all love Hellraiser movies. 1. I'm gonna, I'll I get a cult following, dude. I love Hellraiser 7. I'll bring the people that are hiding from the world out. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty movie lovers reunite. Oh my god. Yep. That's what I'm going to call it. The Degenerates. Yeah. So. Next house of shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Where your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> Only mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hellraiser 12. It's yeah. my favorite. It's not even out yet. So Hellraiser, Nick, would... Yeah. Are we ready for the tomatoes, dude? I mean, hold on. One of five, Nick. Oh, one of five. What do you get? Mm. What do you give it? One out of five chains to rip your soul apart. (laughs) That was the timer. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Shit. Tick, tick, Nick. Ticky talk. 3.8. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go about the same. Yeah. I was gonna go three point seven. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a huge amazing movie, but no, it's, but it's, it's a, lot a recommend. Of fun. I feel, yeah, it's I feel definitely like, a lot of fun. I feel like for us anything under four is like recommended to at least give a shot. At least watch yeah. it. Not everybody's gonna like it. It kinda the first and second acts of the movie I feel are really interesting and the third act kind of goes off the rails a little yeah. bit. Like, when the engineer shows but up, like you're like, what the too. fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, I mean, overall. Yeah, great I did watch. like it a lot. Great, yeah, for, for 80s, right. late 80s. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so 3.8, so watchable in our in our eyes. Anything. Well, definitely rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah. Like four, I wanted four to go and five. four, but I thought it might have been a yeah, little too high. I mean, four and five are like legends to us, and I feel like on the show, sometimes we... Give more four and fives than we should. I think so, so I, too. I like, the, I like that we looked at this from a different angle, but, <laughs> but, but still love it. You know Start I mean? getting a little more honest with it. Yeah. But when so you I love give something, Rubber you have a to be five. <laughs> I don't think we did. I, I think no, I might I have, have you might Rubber have. a little too high. Was, but, I don't know. But, I, th- I think I might have gone a little lower on Rubber. I'm not entirely sure. Rubber was good. Maybe we should do that for... You know how, like, last year we did the... Uh, 31 days of Halloween list, like yeah. 31 movies to watch for Halloween. We I want think, to do this I, time. I think we, since we're 25 in, we should do our top 10 rated movies of our podcast and just talk about them. 
like one well, not not, ta- not talk about them, but just like give the list of our of our top ten. Like what was rated the highest? Oh, out of the movies that we've done? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, not a whole episode dedicated to it, but we should definitely get that list together and just yeah, just mention it so we know where we're at. You know what yeah. I mean? I already know what no. I put as number one. What did we give a five to? We've got we've, we've given thing? a couple for fives. The thing. Didn't we do a recent one that we gave a five to? I can't remember. What was it? There was one recent that we gave yeah, a five was. to. Was it men? No, we didn't give a five to men. Was it X? I don't know if it was X either. No? Or me- was it men? I don't know. We might have given men I know a five. I gave Annihilation a five, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I know we gave a thing a five. E- either way, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll give we'll our... finger it out. We'll give our maybe. top ten. We'll we won't really we won't really dive into it because those films we already dived into, but right. we'll we'll just yeah. give an idea of uh, of where we're headed. When we it need comes to come to, up with a, ratings. We need to come up with a Halloween list this year, or yeah. if you guys have any ideas, yeah. Send not, them. not only that, like Nick and I recently, which is probably why we haven't done one in a while, have been really going back and forth about what we want to do. Like we're like, let's do pray. Yeah. No, let's do this. No, let's do that. So I think that this week we're gonna post four movies that we want to do and have you guys pick. Yeah. I think that's what okay. we're going to do. Yeah. I think we're going to let the audience pick the next one. All right. Like, we'll give, like... We'll come up with it. Well, because we've thought of, like, Prey, Hereditary. I'll come like, up those with are two, all, you Those are all still two. on the list. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll see what people want. All right. See what the people want. Nick. Yeah. What do the people want? So and we're just going to... Do you want a list So we're going to go... <laughs> we're going to go right into it with uh, throwing tomatoes. Yeah. Throwing them. Fucking Getting people on uh, Rotten Tomatoes just shitting on movies. That we like. I think they said Hellraiser took a million to make and made like twelve point four million or something like oh, that. Yeah. Fourteen point two million, That's something a like win. that. Yeah. Yeah. You will, you, if, can, you go first. So let's see who's losing. Uh, yeah. Michael Strago. Yeah. From something like San that. Fran. That was says, this. Uh, this was September twenty first, twenty twenty two. This is just a fresh, days ago. motherfucker. Yeah. Real fresh. You gave it He's one doing point. it ahead of the uh, new Hellraiser. Probably, movie. which is exactly why we're doing it. Yeah. I showed Nick the trailer for the new Hellraiser today. I'll give it a chance. I'm excited. I think Looks it's going to be good. I'm just I'm a fan of that universe, so even if you suck, I, I find it interesting. I almost want to borrow yeah, these and try to fit them in before it comes out. Uh, uh, a, week, <laughs> a week to watch four shitty Hellraiser movies? I'm yeah. pretty sure you can do it. I can do it. They're all like an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, but Michael says the acclaimed young fiction writer turned filmmaker Clive Barker here wears his heart on his sleeve along with his brains and his intestines by pushing this horror gimmicks to the limit. Barker becomes a pain for the audience. Huh? I mean, it's his first feature film. I feel like not everything you find in this movie is going to be perfect. It kind of goes off the rails. Certain scenes don't make sense. But overall, like I said, I, yeah. I kind of liked what he did with the cinematography and the makeup effects and the storyline kind of loses spots here and there. But I feel like it's, I, I feel like it's a story that could have been delved into deeper than what it was. I feel like there's more to it than what was explained, which kind of makes it a little confusing for the audience, but I don't think it makes it a pain for the audience. Right. Like, I think it's just a fun movie altogether. I I feel like, I feel like more things could be explained with the homeless guy and and kind of more, more so where, where pinhead comes from and whatnot. Right. But beyond that, I don't, I don't see how it dawns at 1.5 out of 4. Uh, right. You must have been really bored with it. Yeah. So, Michael, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you, but I won't. 
Like, no. There's there's certain things about this film I feel like people won't like, but I don't think that it makes Clyde Barker a pain in the ass. No, I don't think so either. I mean, it's his material, and he got to write it and direct it. I feel like that's closer to any source that you're going to get. Right. You know? Most yeah. authors are like, here's my material, and some director fucks it all up. Yeah. The dude that created it exactly. directed this movie, so yeah. So I don't know. Well, this is a really recent review. So yeah, you know. so he was really late to the party, because yeah. he looks older. They like to shit on things. Uh, um, ahead, Nick, uh, Ryan Murphy's a twat. <laughs> He's a top critic for the Miami Yeah, I know. Hey, fins up. The conclusion is pat and predictable in amateurish effort at showing the advantages over of good over evil. I think that's wrong. How is it predictable? I didn't think it was very predictable. I mean, I, w- I want reasons I mean, really, as to why it's predictable. It kind of... I mean, I, I just want to see how he came to the conclusion where he was going to guess, oh, Frank's going to be the dad. Oh, the Cenobites are going to get Frank back. I never, right. I wasn't expecting him to put on dude's skin at all. <laughs> I was not. Right. You knew you were going to kill him. I was him to get his skin back and leave. Right. Or try to leave. So, yeah. I thought the dude was trying to get his skin back, not his brother's. But, oh well. I don't think... I mean, I don't think so it's that predictable. That's what that's what I predicted, that's, and it was wrong. That's so, like somebody saying that they predicted the end of Saw. Like it's impossible. An amateurish effort at showing the advantages of good over evil. What showing the advantages of good over? I don't think it was trying to show that at all. No, like I said, it's no. uh, pinheads, an angel or a demon, depending on the way you look at it. But I don't think there's any good there. No. It's evil. Did he over think that <laughs> evil everything? Yeah, basically like pleasure, yeah. pain, all of it. Take it. Getting pleasure from pain. Hey. Uh, so I think you just didn't get the point. So Steve Newton. Oh, by the way, that Ryan Murphy one was kind of uh, uh, newer too. Yeah, just eight, last August seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, Nick. What how, what percentage was rotten and audience? Yeah, yeah we didn't audience check that yet. I think it was uh, seventy. It was seventy percent critics and seventy-two percent audience. That's not bad. Yeah, half and half. Yeah. Did you want to go with another one, Mike? Somebody said gore torture, gore torture horror ghoul fantasy from the eighties. Two point two out, out of five. five. I mean, yeah. you, you just named what the movie is. Yeah. Here's Which I guess if you don't uh, like that, if you like, I mean, it is kind of like torture porn. Another like top critic from the Chicago Reader this time. Minor grisly fun, but don't expect the movie to linger when it's over. I think it lingers pretty fucking hard, actually. I think that anybody that watches this, like it or don't, is going to have a hard time forgetting about it. Right, exactly. It's pretty fucking And that, I feel like that's brutal, what I like. Crazy. That's what I like about this series is that it's original and fun, so it's it's just a great ride to take. Yeah. For sure. I mean I like I said, I like whether it. you like it or not, I, I don't think you can forget it. Like it's so yeah. original and different it just kinda sticks in your cerebellum. Yeah. Uh it's a dark, frequently disturbing and occasionally terrifying film that suggests Barker's vision hasn't quite made the conversion from paper to celluloid. I mean uh. I never read the book, so I don't me know either, how, it, how it uh, translated, but I would assume, being both the writer and director, he... Made it to the best of his ability. Did it as good as he could have. 
Lots of sex and violence, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. I think you're wrong as <laughs> shit, dude. Zero out of four. Signifying Mark nothing. R. Leeper, dude. Rec.arts.movies.reviews. I mean, you feel, made your own website and like, got on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. It's... I mean, it's... What, I'm, what am I trying to say? It's not for everyone. It's a different kind of taste. But I feel like it shouldn't be shit on the way it is. You know what I mean? Like you either like it or yeah. you don't. I feel, I feel like there's no middle ground with Hellraiser. Like you can't be like, oh, it was okay. It's like you you either like it or you fucking hate it. Yeah. And I I get it. Not everybody would be into the story and what and what all that entails. But I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't find the the sex pleasure pain hell thing to be something that isn't at least interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and know? a lot of these people are doing reviews very recently so they're probably comparing this to newer horror and there's if you're doing that then yeah i could see how you think it's a bad movie or something right but you have to they're, remember it's an 80s movie well, yeah i think they're expecting more from plot and characters when it's like right. what, what are you going to do about a a movie about you know uh demons that come from hell to you take to, people back you, know? you have to go into movies thinking about when the movie was made during the movie or else most of the time with old movies you're gonna be like this was no good because it doesn't have the fucking effects and gore that the newer ones have so right. it's like And it's like, honestly, if that's how hell is, I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? It's like, no. It teaches you a pretty good lesson to you should probably be good. Because if you're bad. You're going to hell. Those chains are coming. Yeah. Coming for you. You opened it. We came. Yeah. All over it. And uh, speaking of coming. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of coming. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're coming right back with some news. We're going to take a short break. Let Nick gather his bearings and uh are we yeah we'll be back yeah yeah all right we're back with some news Nick. news time ho and i actually forgot to read some trivia yeah for uh hellraiser so i'm just gonna, gonna give it I'm to just, us now i'm just gonna read a couple uh, give it to us andrew robinson who played um the dad what the hell is the name of that movie what hellraiser What's the dad's name? Larry. Oh, gotcha. So the guy that plays Larry, <laughs> Andrew Robinson, thanks Nick, uh, convinced Clyde Barker to replace the scripted line, fuck you, with the line actually shot, Jesus wept, which I, I think yeah. is way cooler. <laughs> so that's, you know, you never think that, it, that it, that was an actor's idea that seems like a right. Clyde Barker idea, yeah, but hey, I, I guess Larry was on top of things. Yeah. It took six hours to apply the prosthetic makeup to Doug Bradley for Pinhead. Wow. Yeah. What you, about for Frank? Yeah, right, no, probably not as long. You don't think so? I think that would have took longer. Ma- many viewers have commented about the poor quality of the effects at the end of the movie. Clyde Barker has explained that due to a very limited budget, there's no money left to have effects done professionally after the primary filming. Instead, Barker and a Greek guy animated these scenes by hand over a single weekend. Barker had also commented that he thinks the effects turned out very well considering the amount of alcohol the two had consumed that weekend. So there you have wow. it. There's a few other ones, but I just I didn't want to dive yeah. deep. But a little little tidbits, tidbits of info, just like the uh, news is yeah. tidbits of info. So yeah, uh, let's dive into the news, Nick. I got one for you. We'll let you go last since your news is longer. Yeah, you go ahead. 
But um, so I just read that the upcoming Final Destination is uh, headed to HBO Max, and I think they're on oh, like nice. I think they're on like six, mm-hmm. maybe six or seven. I don't. Know, I stopped caring after two, maybe three. I think the new one is six. six. Yeah. So it's it's going to HBO Max, but it doesn't have a date or anything like that. So it's just basically, like, hey, we got this idea, and this is where it's going. Uh, yeah. So we'll have more info on that as as we get it. So Final Destination Six looks for look for it on HBO Max. I don't know, probably by next year sometime. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Nick and I are huge fans of X, and Pearl just came out, which I've heard amazing things about. And for anybody who doesn't know, Pearl is the prequel to Ty West X. And uh, he just announced that there's going to be a sequel to X called Maxine. And the really cool thing about Ty West is he makes things super fun and super interesting. (laughs) Uh, And the news said, do you have the X factor? If so, you can be in the upcoming horror movie Maxine opposite Mia Goth. Ty West and A24 issued a new online casting call for fans to be extras for the upcoming franchise installment Maxine. That's awesome. Per the rules, fans must reenact the final standoff. The standoff. The final standoff, everybody. Uh, per the rules, fans must reenact the final standoff between Pearl and Maxine, both played by Mia Goth and X. Participants can submit their audition videos on TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram with the hashtag X casting call. So it's hashtag nice. X casting call on tiktok twitter or instagram and the deadline for all your submissions is september 28th at eleven fifty nine p.m eastern time so only in a few more days so if you want to re- go ahead and reenact that scene beforehand send it on in and maybe be an extra in maxine that'd be fucking cool right i just wouldn't want to reenact yeah. the end of that scene what the fuck no <laughs> not really yeah i suppose i feel like it'd be kind of difficult yeah like how you supposed to wait how are you supposed to win that that competition? Like, what if somebody that's really, really good at filming does it? Yeah. And then they're obviously going to win. Yeah. If it was, like, me and you in, in wigs fighting <laughs> each other outside, I don't, yeah, I don't do think it? we'd win. Uh, it'd, be cheesier we than half, win. it'd be cheesier than half the movies We will like. win, Mike. <laughs> no. We will win. No, we won't. We yeah. will not win. We will win it. And, uh, yeah, the official word... On the new Tim Burton spinoff Wednesday with our girl Jenna Ortega is uh, is going to be released on Netflix Thanksgiving weekend, November 23rd. Here everybody thought it was going to be an October release. And yeah. they must have pushed it. So uh, so Thanksgiving. Yeah. That one Giving looks fun. The thanks. That looks fun. Yeah, I think I it's going to be cool. It's Tim Burton and it's I feel like that I feel like Adam's family is like his perfect style. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And who doesn't love Jenna Ortega? I love her. And also, quick reminder to everybody out there, Halloween Ends comes out October 14th. Yeah. And it's actually on Peacock, too. So if you don't want to go to the movie theater... (laughs) If you don't want to go to the movie theater for it, it's it's, uh, available for you at home, too. I guess because when they did Halloween Kills, it did so well in the theater and on Peacock, as far as viewing went. They realized a lot of people... I mean, it made good money in the theater, but some people just don't want to go. Right. To where they're doing it um, for this one again. But it's also a Halloween movie, so right. people are going to go. I saw Because th- a lot of people like to go see horror movies on like when Halloween's coming up. I, so. saw, I saw it in the theater. I might just hit up Peacock this time. 
Really? I'm really bad about going to the theater for some reason. And it's right down the road. I think it's because the times are shitty. Like, when I used to go a lot, I used to go in the morning straight after work at, like, 9, 10 in the morning to where it's, A, it's cheap, and B, I'm already up. Right. Me working third shift, but um, by the time I hit my days off, like, some of their showings are, like, 4 p.m., 7 p.m., and then that's it. And it's, like, it's just tough for me to yeah. want to go over there. Stupid. I don't know. But that I, one, that's the thing. That one will be playing all day right. for a long, yeah, for, like, probably that whole three weekend. fucking weeks. So it'll have at a least lot of October, good times. yeah. It'll You're have right. like two or three seasons. You're right. It'll be like three weeks of yeah. like just yeah pumping it hard. That's why we usually only get, see big movies in the theater because they're the only ones that have that good stick times. around. Yeah, the only yeah. ones that stick around. Yeah, like Pearl had one like daytime, like 10 a.m. showing the yeah. first weekend it came it's out, stupid. and then the next day it's like 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. But those studios can afford to pay the theaters to put to, in more. Yeah, yeah, because you know time. Halloween ends is going to be on 10 screens. Yeah. A showing every twenty minutes for you know? sure, because especially when there's no Marvel movie between it. Yeah, <laughs> so you have Halloween ends October fourteenth, and then a week before that on Hulu you have the new Hellraiser movie, which is really kind of the main reason we did this one. Yeah, is to gear up for that new one. And I, you know everybody's like complaining that Pinhead's a female, but in the book he has feminine features, has a feminine high pitched yeah. voice, and uh, so they uh, casted um, a. A female for the for the pinhead part. I thought uh, travel trans, transgender. Yeah, yeah. So she so, go by she. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, I think it's a neat take on it because it's kind of the way he was in the book anyway. He wasn't. They didn't. They didn't really say male nor female. He's kind of had just feminine, yeah. feminine features altogether. I think it looks great. So I think it looks fun. Yeah, but that'll be. They fun. revealed pinhead in the most recent trailer. I think it looks great. Yeah. And so that's October seventh, so, it. and it's it's not a show; it's it's an actual movie. So yeah, as long as he has just as good one-liners. Well, I guess fuck it. I guess um, Clyde Barker was on on set for a lot of it, so I'm sure. It, I don't think they can fuck it up. I mean, Hulu's no. been doing a pretty good job. Prey was great. So yeah, I loved. Well, I didn't watch it yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard a lot of people really like it. Isn't it yeah. coming out on Blu-ray? Yeah, I think November. At least Hulu releases theirs on fucking Blu-ray. Right. At least I read Disney that. Plus. It, could, it could be false. Fucking Disney. I know, right? Well, because we're collectors and I have like all the Marvel movies and then I don't have any of the Marvel TV shows because they don't release them. Yeah. And it's like you're not going to release Mandalorian, but you but you released Boba Fett. Did what? they? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Per, uh, per uh, Walmart.com, I think I saw That's it. That's dumb. Yeah, I would love Mandalorian. Well, because they want they want people to keep these these services going. If if they release yeah. it on on physical media and then I buy it, there's yeah, no, but the there's no need is, for me most, to have. Most people wouldn't go out and spend because a TV series is usually like forty fifty dollars for right. the season, and most people won't go out and spend that. They'll spend eight dollars to watch it on a streaming service. Right. People like us are the only people that buy it, so they're just gonna they would make more money that way. Yeah, but they don't. And there's a lot of stuff that I own that I still watch on streaming services. They don't think so because they think that if if you and I are to buy it, then we're not. Some, some of us might not keep the streaming service because there's no reason for us to watch Disney it again. Plus, they're pumping out shows constantly. Yeah, but they don't give a fuck about you. The, most people the, the would. The collector, you. That's the, the, the thing. Collector, most, you. most people would, though. Here's the thing. We think so, but 
the sales for DVD and Blu-ray are down so hard that like well, they yeah, don't they don't see they don't see a print point. Print out limited. They don't see a point. Print out well, limited runs. Print out limited. So some dude with a credit card can buy a hundred copies and then I don't get one. That's what no, already. No, you happens. limit it. To, it would be an online sale, so you limit it to one per email. Like collecting's getting so bad now, I can't even pre-order a steelbook from Best Buy. Yeah, and, and then within like bullshit. within like fifteen minutes of uh, opening day of that release, it's gone. Yeah, it's bullshit. So. That's just the world we're living in right now. I know. Speaking of the streaming world that we're living in, Nick, you got the last part of the what? news, brother. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Marvel and shit, too. <laughs> uh, the Halloween special, uh, Werewolf by Night, coming out on Disney Plus October 7th. So, week and a half. So, the same day as Hellraiser. Yeah. So, uh, they released more cast members in a runtime. So we already know, uh, I believe Moon Knight's going to be in it. And uh, I think uh, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of characters they released. But just recently they announced that Gail Garcia and Bernal as Jack Russell, a.k.a. Werewolf by Night, and Laura Donnelly as Monster Hunter Elsa Bloodstone. And those are two characters from the comics. And then the screenwriters... uh, is the dude that wrote Moon Knight and the girl that wrote Hawkeye. Oh. Yeah. So kind of keep it, so in, the, keep it, it sounds, in the, in the I think Marvel it sounds realm. really good. So uh, two leads will be joined by Harriet Sansom Harris as Verusa, leader of a secret group of monster hunters, Al Hamacher as Billy Swan, Eugenie Bondurant as Linda, and Kirk Thatcher as a Yovan. I have no idea who those people are. <laughs> In addition, Jacob Maya, Daniel J. Watts, and Le- Leonardo Nam have been cast in indisclosed roles. Yeah. The basic storyline of the special follows a secret group of monster hunters who gather at Bloodstone Castle following the death of their leader and engage in a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic which will bring them face to face with a dangerous monster. Yeah. Disney Plus, Werewolf by Night, October 7th. So we have Werewolf by Night, October 7th, Hellraiser, October 7th, Halloween ends, October 14th. It's going to be a good yeah. Halloween, Nick. Oh, and I didn't, the runtime's 52 minutes. For the first episode? That's the whole thing. It's just a Halloween special thing for 50, it's 52 oh. minutes long, that's it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take an hour. Yeah. I don't so really feel short, like I have the... Short little hour well, yeah, movie like, type thing. I feel like I don't have the attention span for longer TV shows anymore. Yeah. That's why Hellraiser was perfect. It was an hour and a half. Yeah. Bang that out, bang this out in like two, three hours. Done, done. Done yeah. and done. And it helps that recently Nick and I have been watching movies together. It helps us to be able to talk about I it I do like it better. Because, you know, in the beginning it was like me watching it on a Monday, Nick watching it on a Friday night, and then him remembering yeah. more than me because I watched it a week back. Yeah. And a lot of the time I uh, fall asleep during them too on Friday nights. And then fall asleep during the podcast because you didn't go to bed till 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, sometimes. Not in and out. Ha. But we're awake today. Yeah. Episode 25 in the bag, Nick. Hellraiser. Yeah. It helps that we're doing of, it from uh, your house now. We don't have to do it real early in yeah. the morning. I mean, we'll get back to cam eventually, but... Yeah. When you uh, buy your own equipment and you kind of want to uh, use it. Yeah. And I think <laughs> this one's going to sound great because we're doing it in a different room in the house this time. Yeah, there won't be that no echo. Because I bet you guys, if you listened to last week's, you noticed there we had, was a big echo going on. We, we had, had a uh, big room with uh, tile floors. It was just yeah. bouncing all over the place. Had, had kind of a, uh, a decent <laughs> listening experience, though. Uh, 
We had quite a few people listen to that one. Yeah. I think it's because it was the material, yeah. It was a fairly and, new uh, movie. And we hit over a thousand downloads, Nick. I know that's yeah. not an amazing feat for a lot of these podcasts, but yeah. for us it is because yeah. I always wanted to get to that number and we, we reached over a thousand. Yeah. So and that's not bad. A thousand downloads over twenty five episodes. Yeah. You gotta be doing something right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So for people that are sticking with us, thank you. Thank for you. people that just discovered us, please continue. Yes. And uh we'll try to engage more on social media. Nick and I kinda suck at that. Yeah. Because I feel like it's it's easy to open your phone and scroll through Facebook, scroll through Instagram, get caught up in, in just videos that are right in front of your face, and it's a little harder yeah. to, to maintain your own Facebook and page. And I actually, I actually haven't been scrolling Facebook much lately. Yeah, it's just it's just tough to maintain your own page. Yeah. So we're going to have to do more of that. I've been doing a lot we're gonna of have to engage. We're going to have to engage a lot more. Usually when I get home, instead of sitting on my phone or watching a movie, I've been playing video games, so... That's what a new gaming computer will do to you. So we'll, uh, I think we'll we'll each pick two movies. We'll post all four, and we'll have you guys pick what you want us yeah. to do. Yeah, and if you guys, we we'll better think of a list if you guys don't send in anything. Yeah, but we just we we have we'll a hard make time a post asking for lists that we should do for Halloween. Hard time deciding lately. Yeah, so we need help. Help us. Yeah, fellow help would be shaggyites. Nice. I mean, we always figure it out. We do. Yeah, we'll just keep dropping shit that you guys don't care about if you want. But <laughs> yeah. if you want us we to want talk about something you care about, Fuck, then yeah. send it in. We care about what you care about. We'll just so talk about what we us. care about, and that's not always everybody's thing. Uh, thing they care for. So. Right. Some people might be like, "Oh, Hellraiser, nineteen eighty-seven. Who hasn't seen that?" Yeah. So me, yeah. obviously. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> true. And that one dude on Rotten Tomatoes that only yeah. watched it a few days ago and he too. Shat all over it. Yeah. Painted that toilet. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to paint our way out of here. Paint? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just don't open the box, Nick. We're going to paint it. I want to open the box. (laughs) (laughs) Such sights to show you. Yeah. I like puzzles. (laughs) It's the wrong puzzle box to open up, man. Here's a puzzle box, dude. Open it. Yeah. Don't even realize it. Pleasure and pain. Yeah. If it starts sparkling, stop where you are. Why? So you can get hooked? Eh, hooked. No. Well, hopefully you're up to the show. Yeah. We will see Fish you guys hooks. for uh, episode 26 coming soon. 26. Coming soon. Yeah. All right, we out. It's coming. Be good. Washington. Washington. He's coming. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> On that note. Yeah, that one, That note. We'll be coming at you later. Yeah, coming. Straight load. Yeah. All right, be good, everybody. Be safe. Love one another. We'll see you later. Yes. Bye-bye.